You know, you're such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, she only really hosted by Miss Brownstone. Really if you are boys. new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You got to get into some juicy she told me that she make them come fast. Hey ladies, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling this this morning? Okay, and gents, because we got some men that listen. So how y'all feeling this morning? Um, before we get into today's episode, I have some disclaimers that I need to do. Okay, and we'll get into the topic. So the disclaimer is, I do not feel good. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I took some vitamins, and I guess because my body is not used to that vitamin that I took, that I feel a little nauseous. So bear with me. Um, if I make a little, if I stop a little bit, this, this, now, I'm gonna try to edit it out, but just bear with a bitch, okay? Two, my cat, you might hear her crying a lot, and that's because she wants to go outside. So she does this thing when I'm recording, she comes in the room and she cries until I open the door for her. She can go outside. I'm not letting her outside because yesterday she got into a fight with an orange cat. And y'all know them orange cats be with the shits, and I don't want my baby to get her ass whooped. She came back in here, she got a lump under her chin, so I don't know if they whooped her ass or not. So, yeah, we not let her go outside until she learn how to fight because, yeah, I ain't got time. Vets are expensive. Um, So, yeah, that's two. The third disclaimer I want to make, right, and this is for everybody, all right, everybody, okay? I know that you guys um, are going to have certain episodes that you're not going to like. I know that there's going to be things that I'm going to say that you're not going to agree with. I know that, but do you know that, okay? So, I had a listener put in the comments on spotify let me read let me read the comment y'all okay and then after i read this comment we are no longer entertaining negative comments okay so i'm gonna do y'all like beyonce and just be unbothered i'm just gonna be honest with y'all because it's it's getting out of hand honey it's very much getting out of hand okay so she wrote under the comment of the episode i did where i talked about turning pain into a paycheck and she said, this podcast was disappointing. I want to hear more about how to better yourself and not uh, not, uh, and not and how much you are better than others. You can shit on them in private. So some things here. One, thanks for listening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Two, um, podcast. Podcast is she knows. That's a podcast. Okay. When you hear one thing, that is not a podcast. That's the episode, okay? So when you say this podcast is disappointing, if I would have pinned that comment, people would have thought the whole podcast was fucking shitty. You know what I'm saying? So let's use our words correctly. It's this episode was disappointing. I'm just saying that, right? Still like you, sis, but just want to say that. Second, you said you want to hear more about how to better yourself and not about how I'm better than others. That episode was not about how I'm better than others. The episode was about how to take your energy that you have, negative energy, towards people and put it into your passion and how to get money from it that's what it was about i cannot sit down and tell you how to make money i cannot sit down and tell you what your purpose is that is your job okay that's your job to figure out between you and god that's not my responsibility all right and i never said the episode was how to better yourself no it was how to turn the pain into how it was turn pain to paycheck success is the best revenge that's what it was about the example that i used was situations where people did me dirty and this is how i reacted to them Okay, so I wasn't shitting on shit in, in public or in private. I'm just was giving you examples because as we know from this podcast, I don't know if you're a, little, a new listener or old one, um, this podcast is basically my diary. So I come on here and I pop my shit and I talk about my life experiences and hopefully someone gains something from it. It was never um, supposed to be so much about what other people think because quite frankly i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying like just just being honest with you so i get that we're growing here on she knows i get that we're gonna have a lot of people coming in they're gonna have some thoughts and some opinions and that's cool and dandy you know what i'm saying as long as you give me that listen sis um but yeah that's cool and dandy but understand that the world does not revolve around you okay you might not have like that episode cool but that might have been something for somebody so next time when you make that comment, you can say this episode was disappointing. I expected this and that's not what I got. You know, that I I get that part. But don't say this podcast was disappointing because the podcast as a whole, I'm pretty sure has helped you in other departments in your life. Just saying. Um, 
And then the shit on people in private, this is my show. Y'all don't tell me what to do. I just had to let y'all know that. You know, I've been trying to tell y'all that in the nicest uh, way. But it's really giving entitlement, and um, I don't like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, my show, my rules. That's it. That's all. Um, so, yeah, let's get into some things, okay? So, today's episode, I wanted to, to talk about faith, right? So, it's going to be called Faith Over Fear. And just to bring it back to what the negative comment was, there's going to be some things that I'm going to say that may not apply to you, but it may apply to other people, okay? Just like this episode. There's going to be some times I'm going to get out of my niche and I'm going to talk about the things. And this might not be the one for you, but it might be the one for Kim. It might be the one for Tisha. It might be the one for Brittany, okay? It ain't all about you, sis, okay? Listen, you know, whatever uh, uh, applies to you, you know, let it apply. Whatever don't, let it fly, okay? Whatever they like to say. So yeah, so today I wanted to talk about faith over fear, okay? Um, and when, when we get to talk about faith, um, I'm going to say God. I like to say the universe sometimes too. However, if you don't believe in God, maybe you believe in Allah. I don't know who you praise to. Just, you know, take that out and put what you believe, okay? And, but I feel like you can learn something from this episode, right? I will hope so. Um, and we talk about faith if you're not religion. We could talk about faith in a different way as for manifesting, okay? Having faith that whatever you manifest, it will come true. And in reality, faith is kind of manifesting, you know, believing in the things unseen, you know, when you really think about it. I think we talked about that in a uh, Manifestation 101, so you can go back to that if you're confused on what I'm getting at. But yeah, so as always, I like to start off with a story, right? So I'm going to tell y'all story, sis, okay? Is that all right, baby? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. <laughs> all right let's get into some things so the beginning of this year which is what 2022 girl i'll be all over the place so the beginning of this year my homegirl birthday is on new year's or new year's i think it's new year's eve or new, i think new year's eve is her birthday or new year's day i don't know for sure but either new year's eve or new year's day is my homegirl's birthday right so we decided that we were going to go to Atlanta for her birthday, right? And it was a little cold, but it was not as bad as Jersey or Baltimore. So I was with the shits, okay? So we go out there for her birthday. And as always, Miss Brownstone just don't have the best of luck with flights, okay? And at first, I thought because I was flying spirit. But now, I'm just convinced that me and planes, you know, I ain't gonna claim it, you know. I rebuke this, but this is what I be thinking sometimes. Me and planes and the scheduling don't be getting along, okay? Not that any plane, anything has ever happened with me on a plane, like the plane crash and nothing crazy like that. But something always happens when it's time for me to go back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's time for me to go back home, either my flight got canceled or my flight is stuck in Coochie Pom Pom. I don't fucking know. And now I'm stuck in another state that ain't my state and trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to get home. This always happens to Miss Brownstone. So, right. We in Atlanta, and it's time for us to go back home, right? So me and her go out to dinner. It's a date. No, they were about to go back home. So me and her go out to dinner, and we're eating. We talking. You know, we having our little girls. You know, our little girls. You know, night. I want a little dinner. You know what I'm saying? A little wraps. I'm saying I don't understand. And we like to eat little real exotic type of things that we ain't never ate before. That's why I love her, because she be trying all the you know the stuff I won't do you know when you black you just want to stay in your niche honey you like know what no I'm good I don't know what you talk about octopus bitch I don't know about that but my homegirl you know she's an Oreo okay and not an Oreo as in like black on the outside white inside she just like she's a mix of both like you know her daddy white and her mama black type of shit so she has experienced a whole bunch of different stuff in the world so she be trying all the exotic things. And I just be right with her ass being a test dummy. Because I be like, well, she can do what I can do too. But anyway, back to the story at hand. So we eating dinner. And my phone, um, I post a picture of me in Atlanta. And my phone starts to get a DM, okay? And, you know, it's this guy that I used to have the biggest, biggest uh, crush on. He is, he, um, 
he's big on Instagram. He's real big on TikTok and stuff like that. And we would make our little comments on social media, you know what I'm saying? And we have, we have, you know, talked before or whatever, not talk, talk, but we have spoken to each other before or whatever, but we make our little comments on social media, little flirts and little things of that nature or whatever. But he lived in Atlanta and he's real busy, you know, like he does things with celebrities. He's always on tours and things like that so I just felt like it was no point of hitting him up when I was in Atlanta because he probably would be busy right so I get the DM from him and he's like you in Atlanta and bitch you seen that meme when little baby um no is it a meme like it was a tiktok when little baby and her friend was at dinner and it was like when the when the dude that you've been wanting finally dm you and she was like hold on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> that was me and my homegirl I'm like bitch look at this you feel me you know I'm return of the Mac. Oh, return of the Mac. You feel me? I've been there like I'm feeling myself. I'm all the songs going through my head because I'm like, yes, bitch. Because you know I've been wanting him. Okay, been wanting him. And it's crazy how you can manifest things into your life because literally when me and her was in Miami, um, I seen a picture of him on my Instagram and I showed her and I was like, yo, whenever I come to Atlanta, this nigga gonna be mine, bitch. Like, I was talking about when I moved to Atlanta. But who would have known that I would have spoken existence whenever I was in Atlanta that I was gonna have that man for the night, okay? And I know that sounds nasty, like, how fun I like I was gonna fuck him. But, you know, like, just be around him, get the chance to, you know, talk to him and get to know him a little bit better because I was I was low-key feeling the kid, you know? I found him attractive. Girl, and if you've seen his Instagram, you'll find him attractive, too. That man, huh, okay, honey. To make a long story short, he slid in my DMs. He was like, you in Atlanta? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, why you ain't let me know? And I'm like, well, you be busy. You know what I'm saying? I thought you was catching the trip or on tour or some crazy shit. So I didn't let you know. So then he was like, well, you know, um, I want to see you. Like, I'm about to pull up on you. So I'm holding the phone like, pull up on me. Pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Say less. You feel me? <laughs> Come through. <laughs> like, pull up, nigga. Pull up. So you're like, I'm about to pull up on you. So I'm like, well, we at the restaurant right now. When we leave the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? You could you could pull up. You feel me? So he like, I, right, you know, what restaurant you at? Da, da, da. So we texting and stuff like that. Make, you know, having our little comments or whatever. And um, instantly while I'm texting this man, I get a damn text from Delta saying my flight was canceled. I'm supposed to be leaving tomorrow, okay? It is time for us to check out tomorrow. I did not come to Atlanta with a whole buku bucks of money where I could be paying for a hotel for X amount of days longer than was expected. You know what I'm saying? One day longer, okay. But when your flight get canceled, it's usually due to bad weather, which that's what it said. It was snowing in Baltimore. So I might be stuck in Atlanta for maybe two, three more days, right? So the... Um, when when that came through, I texted him, and um, he, he I was about to leave out, and I said I'm about to leave out now. He said, "Okay, cool. You know how's your day going?" I was like, "Um, it was good until now." He was like, "What happened?" I was like, "Man, they just canceled my flight." So he was like, "Don't worry about that. We'll figure that out." So I'm like, "Okay, you know I like a man that take my problems and make it as if it's his, and he solve them and shit." I'd be like, "Yes, nigga." Yes, you feel me? Yes, I like shit like that. So he was like, "Don't worry about that. We'll figure that out." So we go back to the Airbnb, me and my homegirl. My homegirl had her boyfriend with her, so it wasn't like, oh, I had some dude over and she was like being a third world. That's mad uncomfortable. I would never do that. So her boyfriend was there, whatever, and um, old boy came through, whatever. We're going to just call him, um, what do I want to call him? Because I can't call him when I want to call him because then people figure out who he is. So we're going to just say Mr. Atlanta, Okay. <laughs> Mr. ATL, Mr. ATL, that's what you gonna call him, okay? So Mr. ATL came over, right? And um, and we was in the house, and you know he came over. He had his little, he brought his, he brought wine, he brought food and things like that, you know, little snacks and shit. And we all just stayed up and we listened to music. We take our shots, we talked, you know, things like that. And then um, it was getting late. It's getting late. So I was like, you know, you ain't gotta leave you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be like, why you gotta be beside me? I'm like, why you need to? You feel me? I'm exaggerating, but no, for real, I was getting late. So I was like, you don't gotta leave. You know, you can stay or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But at this point in my life, right, I really didn't have nobody like that. Like, I mean, I had an ex that was still lingering around or whatever. I had, um, oh boy, that I was talking to in um, L.A., but he's in L.A., I'm in Maryland, you know what I mean? So I didn't really have anybody. Like, I, I didn't go home at night and cuddle with a nigga, you feel me? But it's New Year's, and I'm like, I'm trying to cuddle with a nigga, you know? And I want to feel like I got a nigga for the week, you know what I'm saying? You know, plus the man was fine. So he was like, nah, 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 I shouldn't stay, I shouldn't stay. I'm like, no, nigga, stay, you feel me? So he like, when you go to sleep, I'm going to leave. So now, bitch, I'm trying to stay up. <laughs> I'm trying to stay up because I'm like, you can't leave it, you can't leave it. So then I was like, I can't go to sleep unless you lay in the bed with me. So now I made the nigga cuddle up with me and shit. I don't make him take all his clothes off and cuddle up with me or whatever. So I fell asleep. When I started to fall asleep, I see him getting up trying to put his shit on. <laughs> And I hit the nigga with the shit that men be doing to us. Like, oh, no, you can't get my bed with outside clothes on? That's how I got him to take his clothes off, bitch. Try that on the dude, okay? I'm going to pull a nigga. I'm going to pull a you on you, okay? So he got in the bed. And when I started to doze off, he started putting his stuff back on. So I was like, no, 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 stay with me. She so was like, all right. So he slept in the bed with me, right? And then when we woke up in the morning, I was surprised he was still there, bitch. I was like, oh, okay. So when we woke up in the morning, I was just like, oh, man, what am I going to do? Because I don't have nowhere to fucking go. And that was part of the reason why I wasn't trying to let him leave. Because I was like, shit, worse than the world, I'm staying with this man, all right? So I'm like, oh, no, I don't got nowhere to go, whatever. So he's up. He was up for me. He's up, and he's looking at his phone. And he's looking at, like, cameras on his phone. So I was like, what you looking at? He's like, yo, I got an Airbnb. And, um, you know, I was thinking maybe you could stay at the air at my Airbnb or whatever. So I'm like, is he about to charge me the fuck? But no, he didn't charge me. She's like, yeah, you can stay at my Airbnb or whatever. And, um, you know, um, until you're ready to, 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 you could go. So my mind, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. So then we get up in the morning and check out is at what? 10, I think this man started packing my shit. Okay. He started packing my shit and he's like, babe, come on, let's go. I'm like, babe, okay, honey. Okay. Apply pressure. All right. So he's packing my stuff and everything like that, and we get in his car, had a nice car, okay. We get in his car, and we go back to his house. And um, the while we're on the way to his house, this was a Sunday, okay. While we're on the way to his house, um, he, it was a pastor came on, on radio. And the pastor was talking about crazy faith. And the pastor was going in, honey, okay. And he was talking about crazy faith and he was talking about like um, having faith in things unseen and like what exactly makes, you know, what exactly is crazy faith? And he was like crazy faith, basically like just jumping off the roof with it, like, you know, get putting all your trust in God and not, you know, not knowing for sure what the outcome will be. But you have faith that God is going to deliver that this message was sent by God. And even though other people might think you crazy. Because you're just doing something, and in their eyes, it looks like for no real reason, no real hardcore proof to back it up. But you just have to go off of the word of God, you do it, right? So that's what crazy faith is. Crazy faith is jumping off the roof and not knowing if you could fly, but God said, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Or you manifested in your in yourself that I could fly. You jump off the roof type shit. Please, nobody really jump off the roof. It's just a metaphor that I'm using here. Um, So that was on the radio, right? So the guy was like, you know... He was like, I'm practicing crazy faith. And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I listen to this pastor every Sunday. This is a part of my routine and stuff. And, you know, at this moment, I'm like, damn, you sexy and you God-fearing. Like, oh, Lord. So he talking, and I'm hearing him. But in my mind, I'm like, mm, 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 honey. Okay, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. That's what I was thinking of my mind. Okay. So he's talking about God and stuff like that. I'm listening. And then he started talking about how, um, you know, passive income. 
and he was like that's something that he wants now or whatever and he was like he's working on having passive income but he has to have faith that god would deliver and before he makes these decisions he talks to god first right to make sure that these decisions that he's making is the right ones right so he was telling me like yeah even though i was with you the other night you know i still made money in my sleep so i was like how you do that he was like oh because i got the airbnb so I'm like, okay. And then he started talking about how much he gets paid off of TikTok, how much he gets paid from Facebook, how much he gets paid from Instagram. He was talking about um, some other website that he uh, or app that he uses to promote what he does. And um, he was saying that all these things are passive income. He's saying, yeah, I still go on tour and stuff like that, but I have all these things working in the background. So he was talking about having multiple streams of income that eventually give you a big uh, it will eventually add up to a big uh a big income of like what your normal job will make but higher you get what i'm saying or or higher he was like and even if when you're first doing it you have these several different incomes and they all eventually add up to one bulk sum of money it might not be as much money as you would make from your job but guess what you have more time to do whatever you wanted you know you have more time on your hands and you can actually be on the beach or be in some pussy and get paid you know so this is what he was saying. So I was just like, you know what? You're right, because passive income has been on my mind lately. And that's why I wrote the ebooks, the affirmation, the she knows affirmation. If y'all haven't got it, go get it. And um the make me over the make me over journal. You know, I supplied y'all with something that y'all needed, but it was also so that, you know, I don't have to continuously have to physically do something to get paid. You know, it's already done, you know, and that's what passive income is about. You, you you don't have to show up in the place to receive the check, okay? Um, for the girl that wants to know how to better herself, there goes a tip, okay? Look in the passive income. So, um, what you call it? He was telling me this or whatever, right? So, I'm inspired now because I'm just like, I'm sick and tired of working at this damn job. And I was like, I would love some passive income. So, yeah, that was on my list once he said it, right? So, then when we get to his house, we pull up to this man's house. Lord of mercy, <laughs> We pull up to this man's house and honey, it's like a baby mansion, bitch. Like, mind you, he's only 29, right? And he just told you he gets paid off of Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and some other website. And then he has his Airbnb and then he goes on tour, right? So it's different streams of income, but none of them really requires him to be there except for when he goes on tour, right? And he only doing that probably once a month or whatever the case would be. I mean, once out of the year or whatever. So we pull up to this man's house and it's literally a baby mansion. I lied to y'all not, okay? The driveway was long as hell. I need a sip of water. I never seen no well, I mean I seen something like this with my aunt in Alabama, but this was nice for somebody that was 29. It was real nice for somebody that's 29, honey. I couldn't believe my eyes. So we pull up. We go inside. I really do feel nauseous. This cannot be life. We go inside. My mouth already dropped by the damn drive-thru and how big this house was, okay? But when we open the door, honey, I want y'all to close your eyes and picture this. And I want y'all to remember that I said he is what? He is only 29, okay? We open the door. We open the door. Right in front of you is a big shin like chandelier, honey. It's a chandelier. And then it's the stairs to go upstairs into the house, the second floor of the house. But just picture this. You walk in, there's a chandelier, and there's the stairs. To your, what is that? My left. To your left, he has a game room where it has the pool tables and, you know, all other stuff in the game room or whatever. And then we're still standing in front of the door. So then you go to your right, and it's a big ass living room, y'all. It is well, and it looks really nice. It was like real classy, like you could have tea parties in that bitch. Okay, it was real elegant. Okay, and then from that living room, you go further down, and it's a dining room. And the dining room table, like it was so, it was huge, honey. So this little dining room was big. Okay, it could fit like twelve people, and it was real well put together. He had like plants and paintings on the wall, and it was it was so nice, right? So from the dining room, you're going to make a, a, a right, right? And then you're going to go into the kitchen. This kitchen was big as shit, okay? Kitchen was huge. I lied to you now. And it had a little bar stools in it. I was like, this is a nice-ass kitchen. 
And as you go further down past the kitchen, it's another living room. Okay, but this living room wasn't as like glamorous, like as elegant as the first one. You couldn't have tea parties in this living room, but this living room, you could tell it was like he played his game and listened to his music in it. Okay, you know it had a big flat screen and it had the the, the cup, the uh, the couch had the little cup holders and stuff like that. It had big speakers, they had lights and things in there. So it was like, all right, that's like a man living room. You get what I'm saying? It was really nice. And then he had about he had a balcony in the back of his yard or whatever in his backyard. And he had a big backyard. And then his basement had his little setup with his ring lights and everything for what he likes to do for TikTok and Instagram and things like that or whatever. And he has some, you know, he was about to put a library in there, okay? So he has some books and stuff or whatever. Now that's the first floor. When you now oh and also the first floor had a bed ba- a bathroom. Now when you go to the second floor, the second floor had five bedrooms, y'all. Five fucking bedrooms, y'all, and a bathroom. His bedroom was the master bathroom. And his bedroom was so damn big that it had a living room in it, an office room in it, and it had a bathroom that was the size of a bedroom, bitch. The bathroom had the damn jacuzzi, the jacuzzi tub in it, the little jets and stuff tub in it. Then it had a stand-up shower and everything. And then it, like, when you go into the bathroom, there was a closet. This closet was the size of a damn bedroom, honey. It was a walk-in closet and it was the size of a bedroom. So imagine your bedroom, and this is all in his bedroom. His bedroom was like a suite, bitch, okay? It was, it was like a suite. Now, I have never... Never in my life seen anybody's bedroom that had a living room, a office room, a big ass his and her bathroom with a with a closet, a walk-in closet that you could eat, you could eat and drink wine and with my friends and show them my different red bottoms. Okay, I've seen stuff like this on TV. I ain't never seen stuff like this in person. Okay, now I'm talking about some inspiration. All right, so now I'm sitting in my mind is blown. Okay, honey, and I'm not trying to act like I never had shit before. I'm trying to play it real cool because I'm gonna phone my homegirls and they like, bitch, call me on Facetime. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see. But I'm trying not to do all that because the men also had cameras in this house, and I didn't want him to be like, this bitch ain't used to shit. You feel me? But I'm trying to, you know, act like I'm used to living like this and shit. He had some. <laughs> He had some Versace uh, robes and whatnot. We walk around the house in Versace robes, bitch, drinking wine, honey. I was feeling myself, okay? But I was not about to act like I wasn't used to it, right? So we talking and he was just telling me, you know, he was he was very inspiring. Like, not only because of what he had, okay? Because that was a nice-ass house and that was a nice car. And he damn sure was getting paid from different streams of income. That I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up, okay? That's what black people say when they admire somebody. They're like, I want to be like you when I grow up. When you're doing some big shit, black people be like, I want to be like you, okay? We be grown as hell saying we want to be like you when we grow up. Like, we ain't done growing. Anyways, so that's what it was. It was very inspiring to look at what he had. But it was also inspiring to think, like, to listen to how he think, his mindset, and how much faith he had in God, you know? So when I ended up, I stayed there until I was able to get back to um, Baltimore. And um, I ended up, when I ended up leaving, a lot of the things that we talked about was just replaying in my mind. And mind you, this is the new year. So all these things are in my mind, like, yo, I got to have passive income. I got to get a bigger platform. Um, you know, how many different streams of income can I have? This man living in a baby mansion, why the fuck I don't have one? And he's 29, I'm pretty sure I could do it at a young age. Like, all these things are going through my mind. But the last thing that was going through my mind was what he talked about with God and faith. Last thing that was on my mind. So, recently, y'all know that, um, I joined another podcast, right? And, um, I've been around new people and the people on the platform over there, um, they're cool. They're real cool. And I get to see how they how they live and what they got going on. Now, mind you, they're older than me. They're in their 30s and 20, by 29, 30, and late 30s or whatever. And I I can inspire by my one homeboy, you know, the car that he drives. I'd be like, yo, that nigga's just, he said, this shit is nice. You feel me? And I don't know how he's living in his house, but I could just imagine he probably have a really nice house, right? 
And, you know, and I just watch how he take care of his podcast. It's just that the podcast is his podcast. I watch how he takes care of his podcast. I look at his equipment, you know what I mean? And I just look at how he comes outside. Like, he just looks well put together, you know? And I'm inspired by that. I'm like, this nigga's dope, you know what I'm saying? And then um, another guy that I met out there, um, he doesn't drive a fancy car or anything like that. But his mindset is he's very smart, you know what I'm saying? And um, he got a big house, too, you know what I'm saying? And... At a young age, to me, 35 is young, you know? So I'd be inspired by that. So just being around them and being around new people that I manifested into my life, whether people know it or not, um, it's inspirational, right? So from being around them, an opportunity presented itself to me. And it is the opportunity that I've been, you know, trying to get anyway, you know, like I've been trying to speak it into existence anyway, but it just easily presented itself to me, this opportunity, right? And we get, I started questioning it because I, 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 I had doubts. I had fear. I, I started to wonder like, you know, is this really meant for me? Is this really God? Is this, this, am I supposed to do this? This is, this happened too fast. Are you sure? You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is just us talking, and I, I know that it's capable, you know, what I want. But we never really saw no dotted lines or anything like that. But I know that it's still, it was spoke on. So it's, it's presented to me. God is like, huh, this could happen. You know what I'm saying? But I instantly kind of, I started doubting it a little bit, right? Because we all have fear. And honestly, fear blocks us from a lot of our blessings. Fear blocks us from the things that we should be doing because... Think of it like before you get into a fight, right? I know y'all like really in the ground for them, but no. Whenever I got into a fight and I beat that bitch ass, I had adrenaline running. And I had that fear of what if I lose. And I had that, I was scared to even fight. You know what I'm saying? But when I did fight, I beat it, right? So how do we know that that's not fear? Fear is the, the feeling that we get when it's like, um, you know, second guessing it and not really want to do it because we don't know what the outcome is. You know what I'm saying? But when we knock down that wall of fear, behind it is a victory, you know. But, you know, the thing that you're scared to do might be your actual next game changer type of situation, right? So when this opportunity presented itself to me, I just had all these thoughts in my mind. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with thoughts and, and being a little scared and being skeptical because this world is a scary fucking place. I lie to you not. It's a wonderful place, but it's a scary place. But some people are not in it for your best good some people are in it for what they can get out of you Woo! Shabalaba, shabala, shabala, shabala. some people are okay with using you as a stepping stone to get to their next level some people will do you like death row you know what i'm saying be careful the contracts you sign bitch you might be signing your life away so to have these doubts and to question it and to be skeptical is normal but i knew that a piece of me knows that this is god this is God because I asked for this already. You get what I'm saying? And now I'm just being a little fearful of it. So this is where we get into faith because for the past couple of days after the opportunity presented itself, I was kind of like doing jump rope. You know what I mean? You ever play double dutch and you sway back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Should I get it? Should I not? Should I do it? Should I not? Hmm. Hmm. And you want to do it. You want to jump, but you're just looking for the right time or the right, you know, when the rope go up a little bit higher so you can squeeze up in there. That That's what I was doing. I was doing double dutch for, for a minute. Because I just didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, could this be God? Is it? You know what I mean? So I was like that, right? And um, I said, you know, God, I need you to give me an answer. And I went on YouTube. And soon I got on YouTube, a pastor popped up by the name Michael Todd. And I don't know if y'all listen to him, but if you do, go check him out. A pastor popped up by the name of Michael Todd. And it said, crazy faith. And I said, why does this sound so familiar, crazy faith? Like, I've heard this before. Now, mind you, it's August. I haven't been around Mr. Atlanta since New Year's, bitch, okay? And the year's almost over. So, of course, I don't remember that Mr. Atlanta is the one that was telling me about crazy faith, right? But I'm like, this sounds so familiar, but I just don't know where I heard it before. So, something just, you know... I was drawn to it, so I clicked on it. And when I clicked on it, I heard the voice. The same pastor that was riding the radio. 
that was playing in the radio. I said riding the radio. That was playing in the radio. And he has a series called Crazy Faith. And I want y'all to check it out. He has a series called Crazy Faith, right? And he breaks it into like 12 different parts, different episodes. Okay, not a podcast episode, y'all. Into 12 different episodes. And um, I watched mostly all of them. And the ones that stuck out to me the most was Crazy Faith, um, Lazy Faith. Um, what was the other one? Maybe Faith. And it was one more. Uh, um, what was the other one that stuck out to me? It started with a T. Uh, um, um, trading Faith. There we go. So the reason why these stuck out to me the most is because I believe that I do have crazy faith. You ever wanted something so bad that no one could tell you that it wasn't yours? Like, no one could tell you that you, that is not going to happen? That's me with this podcast. Like, I know I'm going to be big one day. Like, I believe I'm going to be the next Wendy, okay? I really believe that shit. And I can see it. But other people don't see it. They don't see the vision. And that's because God put it in me. So, of course, it's not going to be for everyone to see. You get what I'm saying? And the same thing goes for you. Whatever your dreams are, if you tell it to someone, like uh, Steve Harvey said, you tell it to someone that's small-minded, they're going to laugh and they're not going to be able to see it. But God put it in you. He didn't put it in everybody and a mama. So, everybody and ain't your mama ain't going to be able to see your vision, right? But you keep going for it and going hard at it because... You believe in your soul that it can happen. You don't have no real, no real reasons behind it. You know, like it's not backed up with statistics and motherfucking analytics and shit. But you just know, like you just, you just feel it, right? So you keep going for it, even when other people don't know why and they can't see it. They look at you and they say, "This bitch is crazy." That's crazy faith. Perfect example, Kanye West. I don't know if y'all watched his um, documentary, right? But Kanye West, he was like, he was crazy. He is crazy, but he was crazy that he just knew that he was going to be a big rapper. Like, he, he, he said his name like his name was somebody even when he was a nobody. Like, nigga, I'm Kanye West, you know? He knew he was the shit. Before anyone invalidated him and told him he was a shit. He knew he was going to be one of the best producers and rappers. You get what I'm saying? Uh, is that what he do? He produced, right? Um, Yeah, one of the best producers and rappers. He didn't let when people tell him and laugh at him that his shit was ass. He's like, okay, they just don't see it yet. They'll catch on later on. You know what I mean? But then when people started to catch on, it was too late. Like, oh shit, nigga. Like, when Pharrell, when they showed a clip of Pharrell listening to Kanye, he's like, yo, what? You can rap like this? You know what I mean? And D Ray, like, this you, nigga? You fucking crazy, nigga. You've been sitting on this all the time. And he's like, I've been trying to tell y'all that I'm that nigga. You feel me? But he never let it stop him. He kept going. This nigga rapped on a song with his mouth wired. That is crazy faith. He did not get this. What's the word I'm looking for? Forget the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean? He didn't let it deter, deter him. Deter him from what he was supposed to be doing and what God called out for him. And even in other people's eyes that he looked crazy, he kept going. That's crazy faith. That's how I feel. I have crazy faith that I know this is going to be the outcome. No matter what, this is going to be the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be the next high. You're done. You feel me? I'm telling you that. I just know it. I know it. Regardless if those can't see it or what, how long it may take me, I know that that's where I'm going to be at, right? So that's crazy faith. That's why it stuck out to me so much because, you know, you got to believe in things unseen, right? Okay. But then he also said in crazy, he said, a lot of us say we have faith in things. A lot of us say that we believe we're going to be this or we deserve this. But if you really have faith in it, you would just jump out and do it. Instead of coming up with a plan or how it might go this way or, or a plan B and plan C, you would just have plan A and that's it because you believe that God, the universe, Buddha, Allah, whoever, will make these things happen for you. So do you really live in, cape, in crazy faith if you never jump out and do it? 
And to some of us, that might be something as simple as starting the last business that I've been talking about, but I just never jumped out and did it, right? But I believe I'm going to be a good lash tech, but I just never really, like, no, put God to the test. See if it's true. Put you to the test and see if what you believe is possible. You know what I mean? See, put you to the test and see if you are that amazing manifester. You know what I'm saying? If you have faith, then you would do it. You know, just do it like Nike, right? So that's crazy faith. So then that was the one that stood out to me. Then the next one that he said was maybe faith. And maybe faith stood out to me because sometimes, like I said, when opportunity presented itself, I was like, uh, is this God? Is this you? Am I supposed to do this? You know, I think this might be it. I think I'm supposed to go this route. I think I'm supposed to be in this field. I think I'm supposed to, you know, go to school for this. You know what I mean? Major in this. I don't know. This might be my passion. Maybe faith. Like, I don't know for sure. It might be. In Gucci Man voice, it might be. I mean, she was like, oh. He was like, bitch, I might be, okay? That kind of feeling like, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe faith. How many of us had something happen to us? And we like, was this divine timing? Or is this happening for me or to me? Or I don't know, but I'm going to just do it. I think I'm supposed to be. Maybe it's God. Maybe this is what I manifested. <laughs> Maybe this is for me. How many of us feel like that? The crazy part is God still operates in maybe faith. As long as you can think that this might be it, that I don't know, but I'm a try feeling. So I registered with that because that be me sometimes. I'd be like, I don't know if this one I'm supposed to be doing, but it kind of feel right, so I'm going to do it. Like, this might be it. This may be what I need to do. Yeah, so that registered me, right? So then, I think I listed five, right? I don't know if I were listed in the order or whatever. Um, and then lazy faith. Lazy faith was the biggest one for me. Because he said, lazy faith is those that believe that they have faith and believe that what they want, what they desire, the lifestyle that they crave will happen to them, but they're not doing the work, right? Like, you know what you, you, you know that, you know, oh, this is going to be, this is what I'm going to be. You know, I'm just going to wait for God to show up. But in reality, faith without work is dead, right? And y'all heard me talk about that in dusty behavior. And it's going to be somebody that's going to get mad about that because I cussed like a seller. And I was real aggressive in that episode. But that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? I have so many different sides to me that I feel like from this from this podcast, y'all should figure this out by now. Like, I'm more diverse than what it seems. Okay, I'm more than what's on the surface. But yeah. How many of us knew or felt that this is who we were destined to be, but we're not doing the legwork to get there? That's lazy faith. Right? So it registered with me because, all right, I'm going to tell y'all something. I need to get my Instagram following up. And I tell y'all all the time to follow me on Instagram, and I'm going to say it again. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at that's ms period brownstone underscore. And I noticed when I started this podcast, I had 2,000 subscribers. No, I mean 2,000 followers on Instagram. Now I'm at 3,383 or 84, one or the other. That is from y'all. But how many of the people that listen to this podcast actually went to go check out my page and seen I wasn't posting? You know, I don't post much on my timeline. I post a lot of my stories, but I don't post much on my timeline. They said, um... Okay, I got to see what she looks like. She's cool. She's pretty. But I'm not going to hit the follow button. She don't really do nothing for my timeline. So, yeah. Or they hit the follow button and they forget they even follow me. When they finally pop up and they're like, she don't even post shit. So they just unfollow me. Right? So, in the back of my mind, I always felt like that. And I always felt like, yo, Vic, if you want to get to making money off of social media and getting sponsorships and getting on 
different platforms. You know, I really want to get on Eight at the Table. I have been saying that for years. Like, I want to get on Eight at the Table. I want to be a part of the cast. I'm not talking about, oh, just visiting. Like, no, I want to be, like, on their team, on their team, right? That is in my vision board. I'm, you know, so if anybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, you know what I'm saying, just putting a word for me. But uh, but when I reached out to to them, the first thing they said was, hold on, excuse me. I told y'all, I told you. The first thing they said was, what's your Instagram following like? Can he send me your Instagram? And I'm like... You know, I'm not that active on Instagram. I mean, I still sent it. I'm not even hearing nothing back from them. I'm not that active on Instagram. And then I started to realize that they care more about your Instagram following than they do about your real skills and your content. Isn't that crazy that that's where we at in life? You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking buku bonkers. But okay, that's what they care about. So I said, you know, I got to work on my Instagram. I got to work on my Instagram. But I've been telling myself this for a long time that, Vicky, you are so powerful. Your voice has power. You are an amazing person. You're funny as hell. You're entertaining. You're born. You're, you're bound to be a star. But no one knows that because you don't give yourself the exposure. So then I thought, okay, I'll get other people platforms and, I'll, and, I'll, and that'll help me. It didn't really help me. Because the platforms that are willing to work with me, they're up-and-coming platforms, too. And there's nothing wrong with that because eventually when they're pop, you know, when they pop, people will see me and they'll go back and be like, oh, she's dope. Let's, you know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with that. You got to start from somewhere. But that's not the exposure that I need. You get what I'm saying? The exposure that I need, and God has been telling me this, I need to post Instagram content. I need to be on on Instagram, I need to be on TikTok, I need to be on Twitter, I need to be on Facebook. These are the places people are now getting discovered. My skin Keisha, she's on Power now. She was on Love and Hip Hop. She was on what uh uh something, some other show, and she has music. How did Light Skin Keisha become Light Skin Keisha? From making an Instagram video. <laughs> and back then what was it only like 15 seconds or something like that? For making an Instagram video. That's how she popped. Woody the Great. He's on power. He plays Kanan. I love Woody. I love all the movies he does. I think he is so fucking fire. Okay. He popped from Vine, bro. I have to use the God's internet (laughs) to get my buzz. Now, how many of us feel the same way? How many of y'all want to be influencers? And see, we don't talk about this because it's like, oh, I want to be an influencer, I want to be a podcaster, but no, 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 for real. How many of y'all want to be influencers? How many of y'all want to be YouTubers? How many of y'all want to be a radio personality? Well, how many of you actually put in the work on social media? How many put? How many of y'all actually put yourself out there onto God's web? <laughs> That's why I like to call it God's web. How many of y'all actually do that? We don't, but we just feel like I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a fashion designer one day. <laughs> but I don't never go to any fashion shows. I don't post on social media the outfits that I make. I don't, you know what I mean? Like we're lazy. Like we have the faith that it's gonna happen. We believe it's gonna happen, but we're not really doing the legwork, right? I really like I really felt that because that's me. Like I really think that oh, just putting it on Spotify is enough, and then I'll just post my. My little stories here and let people know a new episode is out. But in reality, I'm letting the same motherfuckers know. When am I going to bring in more people? I have to put myself on Instagram. Like, I really got myself out there. So I literally recorded 12, well, a month worth of content for Instagram. We're going to see what happens. So you know what that means? I need y'all to go over to she I mean, not she knows. I need y'all to go over to my pod to my, my podcast. Go over to my Instagram and follow me because come Monday and I think y'all might be hearing this on Monday. So come today at 3 p.m. Ms. Brownstone got some fire. Alright, and I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm calling them. So I got her notes. We already know it's hearing everyday real shit. Um sometimes when y'all DM me it be hard to like answer all DMs or to make everyone an episode because I don't think all of them should be episodes, but I do think all of them should be answered. Yes, I do agree with that because I fucks with y'all and y'all fucks with me. Regardless of what I may or may not say that y'all don't like, 
I know y'all fuck with me. Just as well as I fucks with y'all, right? Y'all really my sissies for real. You know, we all sisters. We stay together. So with that being said, right? I need y'all to follow me on Instagram on Monday because I'm going to be taking the her notes that y'all be DMing me and questions and Q&As. And I'm going to be posting them and I'm going to be answering them. You know what I mean? Like, and it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope because then y'all can have conversations in the comments. I might get cursed the fuck out, but it is what it is. It's still, you know, engagement. So, yeah, that's one thing I'm bringing to my Instagram and my TikTok. The second thing I'm bringing is called Cocktails and Confidence. Yeah, I know I like to drink. <laughs> so I'm going to be making cocktails. Um, Most of them might be lat- lat- lattes. Lattes? Yeah, there we go. Most of them might be lattes because um, I'm going to be doing it on my days off where I just want to, like, relax and work on stuff and drink a little tea. So most of them are going to be lattes. Some of them might be wands and things like that. But we're going to be making cocktails, bitch. And I'm going to, like, recite some affirmations or some quotes over the cocktails. So cocktails and confidence. So make sure y'all follow me on Instagram to hear that. Um, I think I'm gonna put those, put that out on probably Thursdays or Wednesdays, one of them. Um, then the next one I'm doing is called Little Miss Big Mouth. And that's just gonna be where I just go on rants, okay? Because I know something I'm gonna hear. I'm just gonna go on rants. Fuck it. Who cares, right? I'm also doing nothing on my Instagram where I'm taking my Twitters, my tweets, and making them into Instagram posts so y'all can, oh, I just got a cramp. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's going on with me today, Lord? <laughs> but yeah um well y'all can look at the tweets that i post and y'all can share them on your instagram or use them for your little your slides or whatever i don't know but i'll be tweeting some good shit look let me read y'all one of my tweets i posted the other day because somebody tried me honey somebody tried me and i thought it was a funny tweet so i tweeted it all right this one says someone told me i'm over i'm overconfident and that's going to be my downfall. I wanted to tell them to suck my cocky cock, but I didn't because I'm a lady. I thought that was cute. So, y'all know, I got some cute little tweets and shit like that. But most of them is going to be, like, inspirational and confidence tweets kind of thing. That was just me being a dickhead. But, yeah. So, um, we talked about lazy faith, right? Back to the episode at hand. Um, so, yeah, we have to be able to put ourselves out there if we want to receive the income. Like, I mean, receive the income. Receive the uh, the outcome that we want, right? Just like when y'all say y'all want a boyfriend or y'all want a husband. I keep telling y'all, like, um, he's not going to come knocking at your door, bitch. You got to go outside. You know, we have to put in that work for what we actually want. You know what I mean? So, I really registered with that. Like, I really did because I feel like I don't apply myself all the way because I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's face over fear. I'd be scared to put myself on Instagram and me talking shit or what I think because one, I'm I'm, I'm scared of the camera. I don't know if y'all know that, but I'm camera shy. I'm getting over it slowly but surely thanks to me joining other people's platforms. You know what I mean? But I'm getting over it slowly but surely, but I am camera shy. That's one. Two would be that I'm, after the whole Bonte thing and me being on a big platform like that and seeing how I got cursed out on Twitter, I cursed out on Instagram, I kind of be nervous to put myself out there because I know that there's going to be some trolls. And I'm inviting trolls into my life when I really put myself out there on social media. But if this is something I want to do, I'm going to be the next Wendy, I'm going to have to get all right, sis. So, yeah, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I really felt that lazy faith thing because, I mean, it's not going to just happen like that, right? I have to really put myself out there. And fear really has a lot to do with why we don't do it you know i mean fear is really our downfall when we should be letting fear fuel us to go after what we really want we should be looking at fear as that feeling that we get that adrenaline that we get before we beat a bitch ass you know what i mean that's how we should be looking at it because once you knock down that fear door behind it is nothing but wins you get what i'm saying wins after wins after wins after wins and even the first time when you knock the fear door down and you jump out the window okay jump off the roof and do something that you were scared to do or out of your norm, it might not pick up right away, but it's gonna pick up sooner than later. Okay, and that's all. That's all you got to think about. It, you know what I mean? Like consistency is the is the thing. If when I first put out a her notes on Instagram, it might not get a lot of views. It might not get a lot of people in the comments. It might. It might not. But if I continuously keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on doing it and discipline myself, eventually I'm gonna get what I'm looking for, and they're gonna get you know, viewed by somebody, you know, like, I don't know, maybe Diddy hit me up, I don't fucking know, I don't fucking know, you know what I mean, like, shit, maybe Wendy might want to come out, come out of retirement and be like, bitch, I heard you say you want to be the next Wendy, how you doing, I want to help you, you know what I'm saying, I don't fucking know, but I know that it's possible, I know that I feel it, you know, 
I have this thing in my mind where I'm going to be at eight at the table. I know it. I have this thing in my mind. I'm going to have my own plat, my own show. And, you know, like, I know what it's going to look like. And I know it's going to be big on, on YouTube. I just, I feel it in my soul. I have this thing in my mind where I'm going to be having my own show like Wendy Williams on, on TV, on television. That might be my last thing I do, but I have that in my heart. You know what I mean? I can see it. I see it. I, and if I can see it, I believe it. I know I can have it. You get what I'm saying? If you can see it, you could achieve it. You know what I'm saying? I have this thing where, you know, I'm, April Mason might be my mentor one day. I can see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right now, she don't know who the fuck a bitch is, but that's because I'm not applying myself. You know what I'm saying? So, because I know that this is what it's going to be, because I have faith that this is going to be the outcome, I'm being lazy. <laughs> you know, if you go to a fortune teller and they tell you, oh, you're going to be successful, you're going to be rich, you're like, oh, I don't got to do shit. Right? You'll be lazy with it. So, let's not do that. Let's still put in the work because, you know... It just, maybe what you want and you believe that you can have it, you can really have it. But maybe you're not getting it because God's like, I'm I'm just waiting on you. You feel me? The universe is like, I'm just, I was waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could give it to you, but I'm waiting on you. Your ancestors are like, I'm waiting on you, sis, whenever you're ready. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, your spiritual guys are like, bitch, we've been waiting on you. You know what I mean? We just need you to make the move so we can do the rest of the work. Like, we've been waiting on you. We don't really know if this is really what you want. You know what I'm saying? We we waiting. We waiting. This, this, look, this ain't what you want. That's what they doing. They over there singing a little dirt on your ass because they don't know if this really what you want or not. Like, you feel me? They, they've been waiting on you. They've been waiting on you. For real, for real. Um, And then what was the other one I said it was? We talked about crazy faith. We talked about lazy faith. We talked about maybe faith. Um, did I miss one? And I think the one I said, I thought I listed five. I don't know for sure. Um, but the last one that stood out to me was um, trans, wait, trading faith. That was the last one that stuck out to me. It was called trading faith. And the reason why it's trading faith stuck out to me, I'm going to tell you what trading faith means. When he was talking, when the pastor was talking about, shout out to him, because that man is a good pastor, okay? He is young, but he was doing the damn thing, blocker, blocker. If y'all don't know who Michael Todd is, y'all need to go check him out, because he really, he be delivering, sis, all right? Like, he be delivering. I haven't met, I haven't had a pastor that I really like like that since I got older. I'm not even going to hold y'all. That when he'd say stuff, I'd be like, oh, that was for me. He, he, in my, like, when I was younger, I had this pastor, my mom was taking me to church, and this man... He used to be talking like like he was in the rooms with me, like he was in the like he was in the house with me, like he know what I be doing. That shit used to creep me out, but I loved it. You know what I'm saying? But Pastor Michael Todd, honey, he be talking like he in this house with me, honey. Like he in here with me and Nene, and he know what's going down. I be like, that other thing I be knowing. That be the that be spirit though. That be spirit for real. You know what I'm saying? He be all up in my business, honey. But anyways, um. The last thing he talked about was uh, trading faith. And he said trading faith is when your moms, your sisters, your aunties, whoever, your loved ones, they have faith that you are going to be whatever you dream that you're going to be. And they do the praying for you. They pray over you and they pray to God and they make sure, you know, that you are going to be great. They have faith that you are going to be great. And sometimes God blesses people based off the people that pray for them. Woo. Okay. Sometimes God bless people based off the people that they have praying for them. Because technically, you couldn't get through it all on your own. You have to have some soldiers, right? So, trading faith was about, you know, your loved ones pray for you to get to a certain point certain point in life. And they had faith that you would be great. And God took you to that next level off of the strip for them. So, you know how you apply for a job and you don't get it. But then your homegirl be like, I'm going to recommend you. And you get the job off the strip of your homegirl. Like, you know what? Your homegirl is a good worker. We fucks with her. You know what I mean? We know that she ain't going to bring us no bullshit. So we pushed you through off the strength of Kim. You know what I'm saying? Off the strength of Letitia. Off of the strength of Keisha. Off of the strength of Victoria. Off of the strength of Maya. You know what I'm saying? Like, we pushed you through off of the strength of her. You ain't get. You ain't do this on your own. We, 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 we pushed you through because of her. And if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't be here, right? So that's kind of what, like, our loved ones do when they pray for us. And they wish us well. They get us to the next level off of the strength for them they put in a recommendation you know what i'm saying you know what i mean like they referred you bitch right 
so he was saying that at some point you have to trade faith that when you get to that level due from your your loved ones getting you there at some point god wants you to have the faith in yourself and god wants you to pray for yourself and god wants you to take you to the next level so mommy and daddy prayed for you to get this job and now you got the job but now you have to put the work in to keep the job and to get promoted. That's where you have to trade faith. You have to take your faith out of your parents' prayer and put your faith into whoever you believe in prayer, okay? You have to put your faith into that person, whether it be Jesus, Allah, the universe. You have to trade your faith from them praying for you into you putting it into whoever you believe can get you there and you doing the work. I felt that because I feel like my mom and a lot of my people in my love life, love life, and my love, uh, my loved ones, I said love life, ooh, my love life, so, okay, but my love, my loved ones, they prayers have gotten me to a certain level. I know they prayers keep me protected, right? But I think I'm at a point in my life where it's like, all right, we got you here. <laughs> you got to take your faith out of them wishing you well and them, them supporting you and them being in your corner. You got to put it in you. Perfect example. My male best friend, right? He taught me the audio part of the podcast. He taught me, um, you know, gave me the ideas on what to talk about and things like that and blah, blah, blah. He helped put the idea of She Knows together. Well, I would say She Knows, but Miss Brownstone together, right? And um, he showed me some things. But now I have to go into another lane of visuals. I have to go into another lane of being known for something else. So it's like, he pushed me to get me here, thank God, but now I have to do the rest of the work to take me to the next level. And God is going to bring someone in that's going to be able to help me with the visual part. That's going to be able to help me take this platform to the next level. I know that, and I'm hoping it's a man. It's a man because, you know, I just like working with men better. It's nothing against women. I'm just saying. But, yeah, um, he's going to bring someone else that's going to take the, the visual to the next level, like, Blaze help with the audio. Okay, this next person is about to help with the visual. I just know it. I can feel it, right? But I know that at some point, I have to do more than expect them to just help with the visual. I have to do more than just expecting them to do this, that it's going to get me there. I have to do more than just showing up. I have to, you know, network. I have to get on people's platforms. I have to put myself out there on, so, on social media. You feel me? I have to push out content day in and day out to get me, not them. It's not about them to get me to where I need to go, to my destination. It doesn't matter how much these people may pour into me and pray over me and protect me. I still have to do the work for myself. In order to do the work for myself, I have to get over the fear that I have of failing, the fear that I have of success. If, if In case I become successful, everything changed. The fear I have of looking stupid, the fear I have of putting my faith into a God and he might not show up or he might show up, that fear. See, that's the thing too. Some of us be like, oh, you know, I believe this is going to happen and I believe in God and I have the faith that this is going to come true and I know I can manifest this thing. But then we worry about what if we put our all into it and it don't happen and now we looking stupid, right? Hey, I said it. I know some of y'all don't want to say it. We don't want people to be like, I thought you said you you was going to be the next. Ain't that what you said? But this is the thing. If you believe it, you could achieve it. You just got to do a little bit more work to get it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Or we, we be scared because we know that before we get the blessing, we got to go through the storm. Before we get the blessing, we got to go through trials and tribulations. Before we get to the level that we need to be, the sunshiny state, we got to go through the rain. And we worry that people going to see us when we take this leap, going through the rain, and they're going to say, this bitch was nutty. She said she was going to be like this, but look how her shit is right now. Worried if we going to look like a failure in other people's eyes, not knowing that you got to go through the difficult times before you can get to the good ones, right? So we have to knock fear out of our mind in order to get to where we want to be. Crazy faith over fear. We need to have that. We need to be Kanye. Oh, Kanye was crazy, but he had some crazy faith. 
He had some crazy ambition. He had a crazy mindset. He had crazy drive. <laughs> he was just crazy, okay? But people sit back and say, that nigga's a genius. That's what we need to do. So, maybe this helps somebody in some way. And I want y'all to understand, too, before I close this out, I want y'all to understand, too, that your spirit guides, your ancestors, the universe, God, Allah, um, they all speak through people. They speak through people, right? So, they may not come down and exactly give you a message, but they send people to give you the message. They show you things in life or bring people near you to say the things that you need to hear. So if you're hearing this, that means that it's not me talking. This is not Ms. Brownstone talking. This is your spirit guides talking and telling you that this is what you need to hear and what you need to do. This is God talking through me. This is Allah talking through me to tell you to get off your ass, to tell you to put the faith in them, to tell you that everything you dream of, you can have it, to tell you the lifestyle that you want is not far-fetched. You just got to play a little catch, a little fetch. I said catch, a little fetch and go get it. You know what I'm saying? Mary Mary song, uh, go get it. Every time I'm in a season where I want something different, or I'm in between a jump rope to skip it in and out, I always hear that song. When I'm in a, a season of feeling uncomfortable, unsatisfied, it's because God wants me to make another move. I know that. But I always hear that song, and she always says, well, not always, but in the song she says, um, well, they say, because Mary Mary is a group. She says, um, it's like you're looking through a telescope, seeing where you're going to be, growing, getting better. You're not the person they see. She said, don't be mad at the things you've been through because they build your muscle. And now you're stronger than you ever been. They can't stop your hustle, okay? <laughs> your faith ain't never wrong. That's what got you this far. I don't know who needs to hear that, but yeah. So as always, ladies, keep it clatchy. Um, I hope y'all learned something. And I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Mwah.